Hello everyone. Thank you so much for clicking on yet another episode of Pages from My Notebook, a True to Life podcast. My name's Erica. I'm your host. And I'm back. Hopefully. Sort of kinda. I <laughs> The last episode I published was entitled 2021. Sis, you won. You won, sis. One of those things. And she really did. <laughs> she had the one two piece biscuit extra large fry and a drink on my ass like just annihilated me and I didn't really realize it until the ball dropped at midnight on January 1st 2022 I just sobbed I sobbed and I realized I let myself feel how much I've been affected by the last year, which is chronicled on this podcast. So you can go back and listen to get the full story on that. But today's episode is really just a brain dump telling you all where I am now, what I've learned, and where I hope to go. So if that interests you, just keep on listening. I'm not sure how long this episode is going to be because I planned my comeback to be... Not a grand thing, but something more formal. How I usually do my podcast episodes. This quality is going to be crunchy. I'm recording it on my phone's microphone through the Anchor app at 1.42 a.m. You can hear my ceiling fan and (laughs) I just changed the sheets on my bed because I was too lazy to put them on as soon as I got them out of the dryer. But, and I don't have any notes, so I'm just freestyling so you can hear exactly how my brain works and I don't know how to edit edit audio clips on the app so just like me tripping over my words it's gonna stay in there and we're gonna have a great time okay (laughs) so life update where do I start um started therapy in January like everyone's new new year resolution I was just sick and tired of being sick and tired and I knew I've needed therapy since March of 2021. (laughs) As you can tell, I think that was the sharpest dip, the latest event in my life. But I've probably needed therapy much longer before that. But anyway, I finally decided, you know what? I'm tired of feeling this way. I'm tired of feeling run down by life and like I'm not in control of what I'm doing and losing motivation. And just going through the motions. So in late January, I started seeing a therapist. And I got a prescription for Lexapro at the same time. Which (laughs) is its own can of worms that... uh, It's hard, y'all. It's hard having a brain that doesn't work in the way that brains are typically supposed to. Yes, mental illness is very common. But especially growing up, you didn't hear about it much talked about at all unless it was quote-unquote crazy people or homeless people on the street or people that do drugs have mental illnesses and they're very prevalent especially among the black community but we don't talk about it a lot and for me I think I had strong black women's woman syndrome I just felt like I had to survive and handle it all on my own and if I just work through this if I just keep going if I just keep pushing and running then eventually I'll get to this place where everything will be all fine and dandy and roses and sunshine and butterflies pooping rainbows 
But that's not the reality of it. And the way my brain is set up, after so long, the serotonin has left the building. And so we need to welcome back to the stage, Miss Serotonin. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I hate myself. Anyway, well, I'm working on it, but (laughs) jokes, jokes. Like I said, y'all, I don't have any notes. This is just off the dome. I'm so sorry. But yes, I started therapy. Um, My therapist is a lovely lady and it's been hard. It's been hard because therapists, they're supposed to drag you a little bit. They're supposed to tug on your wig and tell you about yourself. And that's what I was scared of and why I put off therapy for, for so long. Because I knew there's just a whole can of worms to explore since the last time I was in therapy in 2018. And I just wasn't ready for that. I just felt like opening up and exploring and trying to figure out where all my problems come from would just add another thing to my plate. When my plate, it's already spilled over on the ground. Like, knees weak, there's vomit on my sweater already. It's big. Like, I just can't handle anything else. But really, I didn't want to put the thing on my plate that would help me the most. And because it disrupts your life. I'm getting ahead of myself, but she's taught me that your brain and the way you live and function, it's all a system. It's all patterns. And when you start to recognize those patterns that aren't working for you and change them, there's going to be ups and downs. There's going to be trials and tribulations. And I just, I couldn't handle any more trials than I was already being faced with. But like I said, I was just tired of feeling this way. So I finally bit the bullet and put aside my notions that, you know, I could figure it out and that I didn't actually need therapy. I just needed time which I needed time with the therapist. (laughs) But January, I started and it's, it took me a little while to open up and be completely honest. Because of course, myself, I've been in this pattern, telling everyone that I'm okay, and I can handle it and everything's all right. But everything's not really all right. And we're just now four months into it starting to get in to deeper things like from childhood and whatnot but on the surface it was just trying to cope trying to learn self-care techniques beyond just a skincare routine or making yourself a cup of tea like for me I was ignoring self-care to the point where I was just a robot on autopilot not really living I was just existing and excuse me I didn't realize it I just thought you know I need to push through because I have all these things on my plate and I've been successful thus far so it's been working for me wrong and (laughs) realizing that I was part of the problem in that trying to run and avoid the things that were making me feel worse was actually making me feel worse than facing them head on or at least part by part and that took me a while to sit with and I've I've been really trying I've been changing my diet I've been exercising I've been unplugging I've been saying no to things I quit my job which (laughs) 
is a whole thing. I asked for extensions on projects when I felt like I needed more time, which is something I would have never done before. I would have just forced myself to pull all-nighters and finish them, but it's been it's been a really rocky road, but one that I feel is really necessary for me to go on, especially because my life is changing. So I guess I should rewind a little bit to the point that I last <laughs> left you all. So I believe it was December 27th, 28th of 2021. And <laughs> I was just going through the year. I believe it was the note I had in my phone of everything I wanted to accomplish. And I think I was generally sort of kind of successful, but it's hard. Even now, only for almost five months removed to even remember <laughs> what happened last year before besides the bigger more traumatic types of things so let's just try and go month by month again there's no notes just vibes so <laughs> bear with me but december into january so new year's eve i just relieved like my family we had like a big powwow cry session and just let go of so many things that we were holding on to but didn't say or whatever the case may be and so I felt like this new energy this new just I don't know it's like the feeling leading up to a really exciting event like you're getting ready you're preparing but you're also nervous and excited but scared out of your mind, like not knowing what's going to happen. And I think that's because I didn't allow myself to truly sit with how heavy I felt with everything going on. You know, my first heartbreak, trying to graduate at that point, still just applying to graduate school, not even knowing if I was going to get in and just all of this change in my life, how I've talked about so much feeling like I just now got settled into college life and undergrad and it's all changing and moving around and it's just such a it's such a, a momentous point in my life that it's kind of unsettling it's kind of weird being like one foot still in childhood one foot in adulthood because I'm very lucky that I can go home and be taken care of and have groceries provided for me and a bed to sleep in and a house and all this stuff but then I also have my own apartment and my own bills and my own friendships and places to go. And I've been making my own doctor's appointments. That's scary. Don't like that. But <laughs> it's this like limbo sort of feeling that has been difficult. And just it's been all on my shoulders. I say like I have a book bag on and I just keep adding rocks to my book bag of all these different things and and I'm just tired. I've, I wanted to put the book back down. And so sitting with all of that, realizing just how hard surviving 2021 was, I knew I had to make a change. And so with that, <laughs> the biggest thing in my life at that time was dealing with heartbreak. And now thinking back to it, I guess it's been a year plus since I had my heart broken and I thought I would like do this whole thing like in a year later like figuring out where I was 
But the funny thing about life is you don't know when people are going to come into it. There's this quote that says you haven't met all the people who are going to love you yet. And spoiler alert, but I've met another one. (laughs) So January, December, I was like, okay, how do I want my senior year to look? And for me, your girl, I, I date myself. I take myself out to eat. I take myself on shopping sprees. I take walks. I go to plays. I go to parties. Like, I I am good. I can spend time with me as long as the day is. But there comes a point and honoring myself and my needs and realizing that I would like to spend time with a man romantically. And I feel like I need to stand up and say that. <laughs> And it's not like an unnatural thing, right? But as a late bloomer, someone who was never felt desirable, there's a whole episode I talked about on that. It's weird proclaiming it, especially now being an adult who has the capability to seek out relationships and be selective with who I pursue romantically. And this could be a whole other episode dating app dilemmas part three because girl the hinge messages i have received (laughs) this it's some funny stories but i decided you know what i'm just gonna put myself out there the worst thing that could happen i get some free meals and awkward conversation and the best thing that could happen i could find someone great and you know a lot of things in between and so i decided you know what, I've been doing the same things and getting the same results, so why don't I do something different? And for me, in dating, that means messaging men first, or at least just liking (laughs) their profile first. And again, that, you know, uh, probably like a a 90% fail rate in terms of the people who were actually viable options for me. But it only takes one. You know what they say, it only takes one. And right now... I found my one and I have a wonderful, incredible boyfriend officially, y'all. I got the title. No runaround this time. (laughs) I got the title and it feels great. I again, I didn't expect it. I was just going into it. Hey, see who's out there. And I took a chance and it worked out for me. And going from heartbreak and loneliness and and confusion and grief to being loved and supported so wholeheartedly immediately by this person without having to second guess it or wonder what it means or if he's saying what he truly feels it's crazy and I just it's a weird feeling of feeling like I don't know if I deserve this But that's why I'm in therapy, because I know that I do. But there's trauma there. There's grief there and things that, you know, happen to you from not getting closure. You wonder, what did I do wrong? What was up with me? And I try very hard not to question things. And one thing my therapist told me is to just accept things. Just say yes. So instead of being like do you really mean that are you sure just be like thank you I agree okay and so when I'm told that I'm beautiful or that I'm loved or that I'm special or that I'm cared about 
I'm learning to say yes and to be secure in how I feel about this other person. And I'm so incredibly happy to be in love in a way that feels so right. Like puzzle pieces connecting, a key and a lock, whatever corny shit there is, I feel like I've met a person who is meant to be my person. And I'm just enjoying every day knowing that this person is by my side and we're in a partnership together. It feels good. It's what I deserve. So, of course, I got a little caught up talking about my boo thing, (laughs) my love, that I just abandoned ship on the premise of going through the months of the year. So I'll try to go back to that. So January, I was shooting my shot and we went on a date in February and the rest is history. I was official, you know, and that felt good. So once I had the man secured, the bag secured, so to say, was grad school That was the main thing on my mind. That was like my personality trait applying to grad school (laughs) for a while there. But it's a big thing, you know, and it's a decision that affects my whole family. You know, I need help moving and and, you know, my support system. That's what I've learned in college that I can't do everything by myself, especially with larger course loads and just the pressures of existing as a student and as a new adult. And so I remember submitting my applications January 1st was my last one. And as the months went by, I was just taking my classes, doing my thing. And I got in to every school. And that was never a possibility that I expected. I was like, okay, I can choose between these two. Because those are most likely, but this one I won't get into at all. Like, I'm just applying just for fun. And I got in to all three. And that just goes to show, like, I am that bitch. I never let myself feel that. But I am really out here doing the damn thing. Like, my work has paid off. And we know my history with academic validation. And I'm trying to work on that. But it feels good to to have put yourself out there into these applications, putting everything together, writing about yourself, asking other people to write about you and to be received so fully. It just, it just feels good. I have the acceptance letters hung up on my wall as motivation and I'm proud of myself. And before that's something that I feel like I would have downplayed, like, oh, not many people applied this year. So of course I got in or it's, X, Y, and Z, whatever reason that discredits me from the great things that I'm doing and the great person that I am, which makes me a great applicant and successful person (laughs) to be enrolled in these programs. And I will say now that I am very proud of myself. And I started to let the fear and the imposter syndrome in a tiny bit. But that was wiped away when I was offered a fellowship with full tuition paid for both years and a stipend by my first choice program. If that's not telling me that I'm doing the right thing, I don't know what is. <laughs> if there's anything else to silence the voice of, I don't know about this. Are you sure you can do this? Are you worthy? It's money. And it's it's a lot of zeros for me. 
personally. I ain't never seen this, that much money in my life being assigned to me and not taken from me <laughs> by the federal government and discover student loans, you know? And now I sit here and think about it, like, wow, I really did that. And it's not even the fact of like needing the school because I don't have to go to grad school. It's something that I purely wanted to do. And the fact that I was seen as so valuable and so and so optimistic isn't the best word, but I just feel so enveloped by the school that I chose and so welcomed and so excited to start. And I know it's not going to be easy. It's still work. It's still school. But the financial security, it helps. It feels real good. And my family's happy for me. My friends are happy for me. It just it just feels good. It's bittersweet also because I'm trying to be in the moment and finish undergrad and do all the fun things and go out to events now that things are opening up and still be excited for the future and find a new place to live. And so that's where the anxieties come in again with change and really thinking about leaving things behind and moving forward and starting over, which is a fear that I have. Because when I started over from high school to college, we all know how that went. And if you don't know how that went, spoiler alert, it went really, really fucking badly. <laughs> so I'm trying to learn, tell myself that I know more than I do now. I can recognize my warning signs and my triggers and, you know, from therapy, learning new patterns of thinking and coping skills. And I know that I'm going to be okay. I know that it's going to be a great experience. I just have to allow myself to remember that. If that makes sense. So January, February through March was just grinding, getting into grad school. And now we're in mid-April and I have finished my last class of undergrad ever. Thank you, University of Pittsburgh, for the lessons, for the fun times. Maybe not for the not so fun times. We could have kept a lot of those. <laughs> but when I think about my experience... I think this was the best place for me. Pitt is such a unique, like, melting pot of every type of person. And you can really discover who you want to be in this town. This is just my experience. Because I've been able to dabble in the arts and theater and gardening and plants and things. But also find the Negroes and just have a good old ghetto shenanigan time. <laughs> but also grow as a leader and as an academic. And I think this was the perfect place at this time in my life to help me grow. And I'm very grateful for that. But y'all know how difficult, purely difficult it was. I went through my Carnegie Mellon art boy phase. <laughs> and if that's not the story of be careful what you wish for, because you just might get it, girl. <laughs> I can joke about it now, which is good. And I don't wish any ill towards my art boy there's just in unpacking my trauma I realized that other people's trauma also has an impact on you and as a fixer I try I try so hard to make things better through giving my through giving of myself too much that I don't show up for myself and then nothing gets fixed because you can't fix other people you can't and so I don't have any ill will or ill intentions towards anything or anyone. 
Well, I take that back because there's some professors who got on my last nerve and they can kick rocks. But as far as relationships with people, I'm good. I don't have any bridges burned out of the 436 of them there are in the city. I feel good about my journey and my experience. And I think I'm closing it out on a high note. Hopefully. Maybe. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> And so that's that. I'm not sure how long this episode is. I really apologize if the audio is crunchy. The next episode, I promise, will be back with my regular microphone setup. Hopefully, sort of, kind of. But thank you so much for clicking on this episode and rocking with me. I hope you all are still excited about this podcast. I did not forget about y'all. My brain just sat my brain and my body sat me down it was like listen sis we we have to reorganize we have to reprioritize and so I've been through some things I've been in some valleys some swamps but I'm working my way through the only way out is through and I'm going through it but that's okay because that's how we keep going forward and growing and even just talking to y'all, I feel a lot lighter because I talk to myself in my head constantly and I'm really bad at being consistent with journaling, but I'm trying. I'm trying really hard to be better to myself, be a friend to myself. And so I thank you all for being a non-objective, objective? That's probably not the right, right word, but thank you all for listening, even if you never comment on it to my face, but I'm just so glad to have this space and the capacity to do it again. So with that being said, thank you so much for listening. And I hope to have you listening again soon. Bye.